Welcome back to the Sudesh Podcast. In the last episode, we heard of Guru Gobind Singh's second marriage. We heard about a Masand who brought an extraordinary tent from Kabul, Afghanistan for the Guru. And now in chapter 21, the author, the poet Santokh Singh says, Oh listeners, now listen to a story about a king, which is important to explain here, so listen with attention. The exalted, resolute Guru Tegh Bahadur, going into the area of Kamrup, out east of India, helping the task of the king Bishan Singh. So side note here in the text, it says Bishan Singh, but further research has shown that it was a king from Bishan Singh's lineage, but his name was Ram Singh. For the purposes of the text, and the podcast will continue to say Bishan Singh as mentioned in the text. So Bishan Singh was with the Guru, and the Guru was able to meet with the king of Kamrup in that expedition out east and into Assam. And when the Guru was preparing to head back at that time, the praise of the Guru had spread in all four directions. And the king of that area of Assam, he had no child to his name to carry on his legacy. He became tired after many different measures, and he was now getting old. But he had heard the great praise of the Guru, and he was delighted how the Guru would fulfill the desires of their servants. So he took his wife, and he approached inside the Guru's residence there, taking with him countless offerings and placing them down while clasping his hands there, looking at the Guru. They recited their request to have a son, and listening to this, the true Guru was gracious upon them. The Guru had a stamp in his hand, and he applied that stamp on the king's leg, and then he said, In your house you will have a son, who will have this mark, my stamp, on his head. It will remain on his head for his entire life. And taking the blessing from the Guru, the king then went back home, and after a year he had a son. Countless celebrations rang off in joy, giving out loads of money. The king was distributing all this money to the unfortunate there for their blessings. He took great care to raise his son. He was waiting and hoping for a son for such a long time. And with great love, both parents were fondling and cuddling their son while reciting the great praise of the Guru. When the kid was seven years old, his father had passed away. His mother, the queen, remained alive and raised the kid until he came into maturity. When he turned 12 one day, he looked into the mirror and he was combing his gaze, his long hair. And when making his top knot, his judah, he was looking in the mirror and at his head, he saw there was a mark there, a stamp, a birthmark. And with his thumb, he was pulling back his hair and he tried to see it properly. And around that birthmark, there was no hair, there was no chaos growing there. He was wondering why this was so. He was thinking that maybe at a younger age he got hurt there or maybe somebody grabbed him and pulled his hair. So this question remained in his mind for some time. As he was tying his turban, he began thinking, my mother, she must know the reason for this. So in thinking this, he set off to inside the residence where his mother, the queen was. He sat close to her and asked, the mark on my head, what is the reason for this? Was I struck? When I was younger, did I fall down? Did somebody pull my hair out? Why does my hair not grow on this part of my head? What's the reason for this? The queen heard this and then told the whole story. The true Guru Pagvant Guru Tegh Bahadur came here, and your father went to go see him. Desiring a son, he performed a supplication in Ardas. And hearing this, the true Guru put his stamp on your father, and he said, This stamp will be the mark on your child's head. 
the mark that was on your father's body, understand that to be the same one that is on your head. You were born a great Sikh of the Guru, with the stamp of the Guru on your head, understand that. The king's child heard this, and he was in shock. He said, this is such a wild reason. Oh, my mother, where is the Guru now, who has such great power? I have a great desire to obtain the darshan, divine sight of the Guru, with whose blessing I was born. The queen then said, the Guru has now gone to the heavens. On his throne, on his seat, sits their son, who was born in Patna. When he grew up, and when he came into maturity, he went to reside and stay in Punjab. From our area, this is very far. It looks like it'll be a very long journey. The king's son heard this, and he was really happy. He had a desire in his heart arise to go see the Guru. And from that day onward, he began preparing for this long trip, collecting the most rare items to offer the Guru, searching for the best of items. So he called his ministers, and he asked them to collect many horses, which were really agile, which were really strong, which could gallop at such a quick speed. The saddle and the fabric underneath it would be embroidered with gold thread. He also acquired a very rare type of elephant. It was very short and small. Its head was very wide, like a round roti. His beautiful forehead was very wide and light-skinned, a white color. This white color would travel down all the way back to its trunk and would go back in line all the way to his tail. But the rest of his body was all black. The entire elephant was just so beautiful across its entire body. And the elephant was properly trained as well. The trainer got it to do everything it wanted. It would even hold a torch with its trunk and it would stand there providing light to everybody in the evening time. It would also hold a jaw, a whisk, and wave the whisk over the king's head. It could even sit and stand on its hind legs for exterior periods of time. Whoever was practicing archery, shooting arrows into a backstop, the elephant would go there and collect them and then bring them back to the archer. In all these ways, the elephant was just filled with so many virtues, abilities, and when the minister told the king about all this, the king's child, he was so amazed at it all, about the attributes of the elephant, and he called for it, sending great amounts of money for it. For the guru, he got this elephant, and he was just overjoyed, feeding it clarified butter and sugar. He got it from a very far off land to please the true guru. He also got this very rare type of weapon called a panchkala, a weapon which had five qualities. He had it made and prepped as an offering for the Guru. So this weapon, when worn in a strap around the body, could be used as a karpan, a sword with a vicious sharp edge on it. When then pressing a button, it becomes a barsha, a small spear, which could be used to throw at an enemy straight on. Then, also when pressing a button, it became a gun, a tamacha, shooting out a bullet, it would kill an enemy in battle. Then it would also become a katar, a punch dagger, with a vicious sharp blade, which could be used at close range to impale an enemy. So as a side note here, this panchkala appears to be held at a museum in Gujarat. You'll find a link to this on the Suraj Podcast Instagram page. So then the king's son also got a very rare and exquisite seat made for the guru. On this seat, when you press the button, the four pieces of the game of Chopur would come out. And in front of that, the Chopur board would also spread out. This is a game that's very similar to chess. And in throwing the dice, you could play there, just seated there on that seat. Also, the king's son acquired a very fine silver flask, a goblet for the guru, 
and he spent a lot of money on this. And like this, he got many different offerings for the Guru, and he got them all together, having so many fine pieces of jewelry crafted as well, along with amazing clothing made. So these are all the items that the king's son got prepared for his trip, where he would be headed out to Anandpur to see the Guru. And this is how chapter 21 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear more about this king's child and his trip out to an Anandpur to meet the Guru. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house. I'm going to go to the house.